Minnesota Wild try to make it two in a row for the first time this season when they start a three-game road trip tonight in New York when they faced the Islanders in Long Island. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. Before we set you up for tonight's game that's going to be broadcast on Bally Sports North at 6.30, we would be remiss not to revisit one final time the thriller that was a Saturday night game at the X where the Wild snapped a three-game losing streak they ended a skid where they had dropped six of seven, and they had a furious rally to win 5-4 in an overtime shootout over a very good New York Rangers team. The Wild, who fell behind 3-0 just seven and a half minutes into the game, stop if you've heard this before, and the Gus Bus skated to the bench. Flurry came in, proceeded to shut out the Rangers for the next almost two periods, and the Wild man mounted a furious comeback in the second period with two goals and tied the game in the third, took a lead. The Rangers tied, went to shootout, and that's when the fun begun. Fun began where Matt Boldy, in just his second game back from injury, banks a shot off the post, off Quick's back in net, and the puck trickles over that blue line, becomes a goal. The Wild take a one-goal lead in the shootout with one player to go on the Rangers, but Flower did the splits, saved the puck with his skate, and the celebration ensued at XL Energy Center where the Wild finally snapped that streak to get the monkey off the back. Now, this could go two different ways. This could be a game that we talk about in March and April about the season was on the brink. There were not credible reports, but at least there were discussions that if this continues, we think Dean Evison's career here is done. And again, discussions, not legit reports, but that's how bad this start was at three, five, and two, three losses in a row, six of the seven losses over two weeks where the wild defense was miserable. The goaltending was more than leaky. The first line of Kaprizov and Hartman and Zuki wasn't clicking. The ship looked like it was sinking. So on one hand, if the wild, if this does spark the wild, we will look back on this loss, this win, as the game that turned the season around. Or the wild, who play the Islanders tonight, and the Rangers and Sabres in back-to-back games on Thursday and Friday, if they have another one-point road trip like they did 10 days ago when they went out east, this game is just another game, and it's an aberration, and it's a fluke. So we're not ready to to declare all the woes the Wild have encountered to be over. We're not ready to say this ship is righted. But for for two and a half periods at least, the Wild were structured on defense. The offensive lines were clicking. More on that in a second. And the Wild got solid goaltending. And that's the recipe that led to a dramatic 5-4 win. So again, that could be the win to turn the season around. Or it could be just a little dot on a long season where, yeah, they put a good game together and they won. We'll know more tonight. We'll know more tonight. We'll know more Thursday. And we'll know more Friday. A couple things we, we, we'd we be remiss to not mention right now. Rookie Marco Rossi. He ranks first among NHL rookies with five goals. He's tied with Bedard. You heard of him? Yeah. Rossi is playing great hockey, which is why he moved up from the third line to the first line. Probably, to be fair, 
more of a reflection on trying to shake up Kirill and get him going. But nevertheless, Marco deserved to be up there. He's a playmaker. He has three assists, four goals, seven points through, what, uh, 11 games. So he's gotten the wild rolling and probably one of the best stories so far this year. Matt Boldy, on the other hand, uh, Saturday night was his second game back from injury. He's recorded a point in all four games he's played this season. One goal, four assists, and uh, we look for better things uh, to come from him as we continue forward. Now, the lines, there was an optional skate around on the island this morning. Um, the lines, Dean Evison said, will stay the same from the way they ended against the Devils, or I'm sorry, against the Rangers on Saturday night. So that means we got Marco Rossi centering the top line with Kirill on one wing and Matt Boldy on the other. Kirill's still not Kirill, even in the big win, five, the big 5-4 win, now that we've seen, I think, a game and a half with these lines, but um, it still hasn't ignited Kirill. He just doesn't look right. Not saying he's injured. I think he's starting to press a little more. Um, the turnovers are as much of a concern as the lack of scoring, but we'll see playing more consistently with Rossi and Boldy. We'll see if that helps. Something to watch tonight. Second line, Hartman centering Zuki and Jojo. Third line, again, I said this before on the pod. I like this line. This actually, I think, is a better line than the identity line of two years ago when they had uh, the other big rig, um, Jordan Greenway on the wing of Erickson Eck and Felino on the other side. But Jeek centering Felino and Patty Maroon uh, is your new third line, and, and that's going to cause problems. It also has a lot of potential to score some goals, so something to watch. And, of course, the third, the fourth line stays the same, Dewar centering DeHame and Latiri. Uh, Brodeen and Faber, Middleton and Mermis, and Johnny Merrill will draw out, and Damon Hunt will likely be in with Addison uh, for a second straight game. So Merrill, uh, as a healthy scratch, the, the three pairings, for the most part, looked pretty strong in the last two and a half periods against the Rangers, so there's no reason to shake that up. And then um, the Wild also recalled Nick Patan forward up from Iowa. I think that's just insurance uh, in case someone gets hurt on the three-game road trip. So the healthy scratches tonight in the in the uh, press box uh, in in uh, on the island will be uh, Johnny Merrill and, like I just said, uh, Nick Patan. Uh, can't forget who's in net. He basically saved the game the other night. Mark Andre Fleury will start will play his second consecutive game. He's two two and zero with a two eight three goals against. That's slowly coming down to to a more manageable number. Got to have it under three for sure. And then an eight ninety two save percentage. We'd like to see Flower get above nine hundred as you would for any goalie. But right now, the way this team has started, both goalies have been above three and below nine hundred for the whole season. So it's good to see Mark Andre Fleury. It's good to see the Flower trending the right direction. Little career note for the flower, 27,757 career saves. He needs 43 saves to tie Patrick Waugh. So on the all-time record, which is third most in NHL history for career. So flower needs 43 saves. And, and the, <laughs> the way the defense has bled for much of the season, he could get that tonight. Hopefully not, because that means we're more structured and not allowing so many shots. But just keep that number in, in mind. 43 to tie Patrick Waugh's career mark and 44 to pass Patrick Waugh's career mark, which is third most in NHL history. One thing that's becoming, I, I wouldn't say uh, drastically concerning, but still a little bit of a concern, Spurgey, who skated all week with the team last week, travels with the team for the three-game uh, road trip today. Um, 
He's off the LTIR with the upper body. He's, he was eligible to return against the Rangers. He didn't play. He's eligible to play tonight. He's not playing. So we'll keep an eye. Um, we think it's a good sign that he's with the team this week, uh, but we'll just have to watch and monitor that day-to-day. He did skate with the team, which was an optional skate, but Dean said he will not be in the lineup tonight. Other injuries stayed the same. Freddie Goudreau is out for a while with an upper body, and Goose is also out for a while, that with a lower body. The wild stretch, four games in six days. Tonight at New York Islanders, Thursday at the Rangers, Friday at Buffalo. The wild come home late Friday night, will arrive sometime early Saturday morning. And then they have a 5 p.m. game on Sunday against the Dallas Stars, which will really, you know, looking a little bit ahead. If the wild can come home with four or five points for, from this three-game road trip, that would make the Dallas game an incredible litmus test to determine are we back, are we ready to battle in this division, or are we the, the ship that continues to be without a runner um, sans Saturday night's win against the Rangers. Then after that, they have an 11-game stretch where they play two games back-to-back on a Saturday and Sunday in Sweden against Ottawa and Toronto. So four games in six days, then two games in 11 days. So kind of a wacky stretch. Don't bother looking at the standings right now because, again, well, one, it's not good because the Wild haven't played nearly good enough. But then after this three-game road trip, even if they win both games in Sweden, which is a big if, but if they would, they still will fall behind because they're only playing two games in 11 days. So they'll catch up later in the season, but it's kind of a, a goofy schedule. Four games in the next six, then two games in the next 11. Follow me on Instagram. Wild Minute Troy, we're posting all the time, good content there, even in-game and after-game. And then if you have a question, just email me, wildminutewithtroy at gmail.com. Again, Wild play tonight, 6.30 versus New York, Bally Sports North. We'll talk to you.